Hi, this is Ned Siegfried from Siegfried & Jensen. As proud sponsors of BeliefCast, we hope you are inspired by Todd's weekly podcasts, which contain so many courageous stories of recovery and personal growth. Remember, it's not what happened in the past that matters, it's what happens in the future. We invite you all to work hard and be optimistic about your future. Enjoy today's podcast. Courtney, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me again. Thank you for having me. It's yeah. great to be back. Yeah, it's so good to have you. You were on before and it went really well. And <laughs> I was so inspired by your story you. and many others were as well. So thank you. And welcome all of you for uh, being here again. Thank you for supporting the Belief Cast. It's because of you that we've had such great success. So thank you for joining us. Um, Courtney Rich, uh, she's a self-taught baker. She has well over half a million people who follow her, probably even more than that. But on Instagram, she's known by Cake by Courtney. <laughs> and uh, she loves baking cakes. And she'll even tell you cake uh, saved and changed her life. And it's a pretty amazing story. Um, she uh, has been featured on the Today Show, Oprah Magazine, Entrepreneur Magazine, The Kelly Clarkston Show. Uh, she also has a line of uh, cake decorating tools, aprons, and sweatshirts. She does a cake camp now. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you, when you watch her, you you want to, to bake cakes with her. It's amazing. <laughs> um, she's has two amazing kids. Uh, she's married to her best friend. And I absolutely just love the way you carry yourself in your Thank life. You. It truly is inspiring. And she loves baking cake, but she loves people more. So yeah. thank you for being here. Thanks. You know, I, you shared an amazing story with me last time. You got a little bit vulnerable with me and about some things that you had struggled with. Talk a little bit about that and then how you got into baking cakes. Yeah, so my background is not in the Culinary <laughs> Institute world at yeah. all. Um, I'm a broadcast journalism major, and I did media consulting for over a decade after right. I graduated college many years ago. And I loved that. I loved being around people. I loved television. I grew up in that space with my parents both working in that industry. And that's I knew from a young age that's what I wanted to do. And so I got right. into that, and I absolutely loved it. Um, but I found as I had become a new mom um, and was struggling with some things personally, I kind of felt a little lost. Yeah. Um, I really loved what I was doing. I loved being a mom. Um, you know, I, I felt good in a lot of areas, but there still felt like there was this void in my mm -hmm. life and I couldn't quite explain it. I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety at about 19 years old and was told that might be situational because that did start kind of the catalyst to that was my parents' divorce, which was a really hard yeah. time, um, especially at that age, but for our family. And so I kind of just rode these waves of depression, kind of expecting around that earlier time that they would, it would go away. They said it was situational and they're like, oh, it'll, it'll probably go away. It never, right. it never did. Yeah. And I spent a couple de decades dealing with it and um, not sure really how to navigate it when things weren't working out as far as using medication or going to therapists. And I felt like I just kind of had to figure it out on my own, which was a lonely place, yeah, a dark tough. place, you yeah. know? And during that time, kind of as I was figuring that out, as I was working and consulting and as I became a new mom, uh, I found myself in the kitchen and it was to make my son's first <laughs> birthday cake, right. which was 13 years ago. He just turned 14. And I just on a whim was like, you know what, that sounds like it could be really fun and special. And I had in-laws who are incredible cooks and I kind of wanted to impress them. Yeah. And I thought, I'm, I'm gonna try this out. And so one day during his nap and I'd been done working, um, I went into the kitchen and made my first cake from scratch. And it doesn't look like <laughs> anything like my cakes do now, yeah. but yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> it was more about the experience 
that I had in mm -hmm. the kitchen and the experience sharing it and that whole day and the days after, I just kept thinking I loved how I felt when I was in there. Yeah. And so I just kept following that feeling back to the kitchen. Yeah. Um, I, I played sports growing up. I did some art growing up. Baking was just kind of something I did occasionally with my mom, made yeah. cookies and pies or just little things here and there. But all of a sudden it became this new creative outlet, this new peaceful space for me to just kind of shut the world out and go in and dive into something new. And I loved experimenting and trying out recipes and just learning from failure. Yeah. It became just this little hobby <laughs> that turned into a passion and that has turned into this career and this job, this uh, even more than a passion. What's more than a passion? What's more, yeah, <laughs> more, for more than a yeah. passion, yeah. right? But it got <laughs> to that point and I never expected it. And what's so interesting, it helped me ride the waves of depression and the waves of darkness and loneliness when I couldn't figure out why they kept coming, yeah. right? And I felt so stuck and so alone. And I'm just thinking, okay, get over this hump yeah. and this <clears throat> moment. Um, since we've talked and it's been about a year, yeah, you know, and I've continued on this journey, kind of searching and just trying to be my best self. You know, I kind of came to terms with like, all right, well, if this is part of my life and I'm never gonna be able to find a, a cure for depression or I'm never gonna get, I mean, yeah. I we talked, I tried all the yeah. holistic stuff, I've sure. tried like everything. Um, and after going, uh, I did therapy again last year, EMDR therapy, mm -hmm. which I loved and highly recommend. But I just, again, was on this, I just always had this like feeling like, I know there's something else and I can't be my best self yeah. and there's something more. I just felt like keep searching for your answers and, um, long story short, that road last year led me to um, a new psychiatrist because uh, I thought, you know, maybe I'll try some medication again, even right. though it felt like it it really never worked. Yeah. And I was diagnosed with ADHD hmm. at 39 years old last year. <laughs> and so yeah. that was kind of like, wait, what? And I yeah. got on medication for that. I went back after my, and this is so just fascinating, right? I went back for my first appointment after starting medication. And the doctor was like, all right, how, how are you feeling? You know, what's, what's yeah. been going on? And I'm like, ah, I haven't felt depressed in 30 days. And all of a sudden I was like, this is what's been going on. Yeah. Undiagnosed or misdiagnosed yeah. all these years, um, which often happens yeah, for happens women, yeah. right? And depression and anxiety and so many other things become this side effect of not being diagnosed for the right thing and so I've had this like year now where I have kind of rediscovered myself even as I've learned about how my brain mm -hmm. works and how I wasn't unfixable and wasn't damaged and yeah wasn't really anything wrong I just kept thinking I am crazy like how yeah. am I not finding solutions to what we think is happening when all these other people around me are finding solutions to what's going on in a very similar way, right? That people are on medication for depression and it works or the therapy works. And you know, I just felt like uh, I was in a hamster wheel. Right. And to have this um, moment last year and realization and just kind of new discovery has been life-changing, but it all comes back to cake because it was, <laughs> Those yeah. moments being in the kitchen, it like became, you, you need to have moments where your mind is clear, right. right? From the chaos and the distraction in your life. And hobbies are so good for that. Like things that you are 
just love where you can clear your mind. And that's what cake was. And it just, as I kept following this path of that good feeling back to the kitchen, it just opened up these doors that I would have never guessed right. back then mm-hmm. would have happened, right? Yeah, right. And I don't know that I would have even discovered this ADHD diagnosis last year had I not gone into the kitchen to bake that first cake 13 right. years ago, wow. right? Just yeah. the series, and I mean, we could do another hour yeah, long could, podcast, yeah. Todd. So anyway, no. that's kind of the, the sh- long story short. I started my business, um, oh my gosh, seven and a half years ago. Yeah. I started Cake by Courtney. That's I've amazing. written a cookbook. I'm starting my second cookbook. Oh. Done really fun things. I teach classes, the online ones, the in-person ones. And yeah. it, uh, my people often ask, what's your favorite thing about what you do? And it is connecting with people. Yeah. you know online or in the cake classes in person, however I get to do it and meet and connect and just share a moment with someone is my favorite part about it. Wow, thanks for your vulnerability. I'm so impressed at that. And I think, you know, vulnerability is such the key in all this. Mm -hmm. And thank you for being willing to share. A couple things I'm pulling from what you were saying. I I tell my clients this all the time, life happens for you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? And I love how you can can connect the dots as you look backwards, like had I not baked that cake that first time, the other thing I point I, I get from your story is a, a definition of love that I heard a while ago that I thought fits mm. it perfectly is sacrifice. Yeah. Like you sacrificed your time and energy and and you, and into this cake for your son and the love that's you giving yeah. away love. And so I know how much you love baking cakes, but people love receiving them, right? Do you? Mm-hmm. I bet that's a good a, a good thing to watch people go, yeah. man, thank you for this amazing cake that you, or oh, for yeah. teaching me how to do these yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. And it gives, uh, you know, so, purpose um, yeah. <laughs> to people, to me it does. But there is something about sharing that, right? It's a hobby that fulfills me, fulfills the person doing it. But right. then that moment when they get to share it and connect with someone else over it, that's where the memory yeah. is built, right? And right. those are the memories of joy and happiness and um, excitement that just, you're like, oh, I wanna do that again, right? It kind right. of becomes a little yeah. addicting, that feeling of, oh, I'm okay, I'm gonna bake it for so-and-so and so-and-so's birthday and, uh, you know, it's a little bit for me, but it's mostly for, you know, yeah. other people too. For so sure. It's cool. Well, you, you know, you've been, like we said, you've been featured on some amazing outlets out there and, you know, you've been out there, you've been doing all these great things. People love baking cakes with you. You know, but you know, I think you know they don't understand a lot of the background mm-hmm. and all this stuff that you're sharing with us now. How have you navigated through all of this, like trying to have that positive attitude and maybe keeping like these negative thoughts at times at bay? How, what have you done to maybe help you get through that part? Um, you know, on the days that have been harder, you know, and until last year where the new medication has really helped, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't hop on social media when I was having darker moments. Right. Um, I felt like I couldn't be authentic and genuine and I didn't ever wanna come across as fake. And so if I was having a bad day, I would just do the things that I loved quietly. You know, we're so used to sharing everything on social media. Right. Yeah. I don't wanna do that if it's not gonna be uplifting. I don't want to come across as fake like right. I'm I'm having a, a bad day, but let me show you how much I love cake. And I <laughs> right. but I I very much do talk about yeah. the struggles sure. that I face and I will talk about the hard days. Um but to get through them, I need to just like experience them. I need to just sit with them. Yeah. And I think that was a big lesson for me to learn 
I mean, the second half of, you know, the last couple yeah. of decades experiencing anxiety and depression is really learning to just like sit with it and accept it rather than run from it and almost make it worse, right. you know, where it just keeps catching up with you. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there is a little bit of a balance. I want people to come to my page, to my class, to read my cookbook, and I want them to feel uplifted. Right. I think we all know at this point, we all have crap. Right. We are all going through <laughs> something, sure. right? And if Absolutely. anyone is assuming otherwise, pull your head out of the clouds, yeah, right? Like we right. can, we know. And so I'm like, people know that I've got my stuff and I'll share a little bit about it. But for the most part, I want yeah. you to come and just feel like your burdens are lifted for a moment and let's bake a cake or let's yeah. just <laughs> talk for a second, you know, yeah. on social media. And I want that to be like a safe and just happy place for people. Right. I love that because I watched, I, I watch all your posts. I watch all your videos. <laughs> I saw when you were dancing with your son. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. You know, what I love about, I'm, I'm not a baker. I have never baked a cake. And, but I, I don't care who you are. <laughs> if you don't like baking cakes, if you watch what you're doing, you will leave there feeling better. Just like you said, Thank I you. leave, Thank you. I leave those posts that I see you do feeling better about myself. You really do that bring joy. That means a lot. Thank you, Todd. That's so true. So you inspire a lot of people. Um, you ignite people to, to, to be better. Um, if you could share something with our listeners right now, like what could you say to them to help ignite them to, to maybe be more vulnerable or to find their passion or to live you know, more, more real like you do? You know, I was, we had been talking earlier about um, principles that I live by yeah. before we did this interview. Yeah. And so maybe I'll answer, is that okay if I, I talk about some of those? Because I've been thinking about those. Um, this last week. And so maybe these answers will kind of help Please. answer that yeah. question. So the three that really, as I, as I thought about this, um, that stood out to me that I try to live by, um, live connected, live with intention, and live with hope. So mm. live connected, there's so many ways <laughs> this, I think, can apply to your life and change your life. Yeah. Living connected, just mind, body, soul is one mm. of them. Yeah. I really have tried to take the time to have quiet moments, um, to have peaceful moments, to have spiritual moments so that I can be in tune with my spirit, the spirit, like I am yeah. a religious person. Um, I believe in revelation and promptings. And so I try to have moments where I can create opportunity to hear right. what is going on around me, but also live connected with one another. Yeah. Think so it's so easy to go to the grocery store and just be in line and be on your phone or pay and, and leave. And there's so many opportunities to connect right. with someone, yeah. right? And it may be that you never see them again. I was yeah. down in Beaver, Utah um, <laughs> two years ago for a race. I went and did a half marathon down yeah, there. I saw you and there. I'm in line to check in <laughs> at the hotel and this man and woman are behind me and I turn and I could tell um, one had a bag for a full marathon and one had a half. And anyway, so I just turned around and I said, you know, what are you racing? Or, yeah. you know, I could tell they had bags. And anyway, I find out that they travel all over the world for races and I just heard their life story. And will I ever see them again? No, but in that moment I connected. And this is yeah. like, right, you're, you're just the joy you have when you connect with someone is yeah. so high, it's so cool. Yeah. And you just leave that moment and you're like, oh, I feel like a better person because I just met yeah. them and yeah. they shared something really cool with me, right? Yeah. And then there's times where 
you know, you say hi to someone and all of a sudden both of your paths are connected forever and you have these moments, right? Like one example, um, through social media, there was this woman who I would often see comment on my posts and she was just always really supportive. And uh, I was filming a marketing video a few years ago and I thought, okay, I wonder if she lives in Utah. I'd love to have her be part yeah. of this marketing video. I'd never like talk to her more than, you know, on DMs and stuff. And I reached out to her and she turns out she lived in Arizona and she's like, but I would love to come up. Um, fast forward, we are incredibly close friends and I consider her a dear friend. And right. we've had experiences, shared experiences yeah. um, that have changed me. And I, I think she had fun filming that day, yeah. but the things that I've learned from her have changed my life, you know, and have impacted me and made an impact for the rest of my life, things that I have learned. And so you just never know when that connection is gonna make a difference in that person's life or in your life, you know, anywhere down the road or when you circle back um, and five years, you're like, wait, I I met you, remember? And you know, this world is too small to not reach out and make those connections and see what can happen. And so that's why, I mean, I love my K classes. I'm connecting with people all the time and just meet the most fascinating, interesting people. Yeah, I believe we're never more fully alive than when we're connected. And I I love that, that you do that. And that's in my world too, trying to help people connect is so powerful and important. I love that. Yeah. Um, And intention, that is another one. I feel like on, you know, as I look back over the last, you know, 20 years, um, when I've really made purpose and intention in my life, and that could be as little as today, right. I'm in a shower and my intention is to yeah. get three things done, right? Or maybe yeah. today my intention is to be as happy as I can be because I'm really struggling. Or my intention is I'm gonna look for a way to serve one person. Mm. It doesn't mean my intention and my purpose is to build a business, right? Like we've gotta think yeah. those small, little things every day. What is my intention? Um, But I think when we're mindful about that, we can clear out the clutter and the chaos and the distraction. Um, And, you know, I'm a list maker and every day I I just am like, (laughs) here's what I need to get done today. So my mind is really clear and I'm not distracted. Um, But I try to find purpose in every day and I ask for that in my prayer. What, What is my purpose today? Yeah. Right? What is the change that I need to make for myself or in someone else's life? Like, how can I just help and have purpose today? And I think setting that intention or just trying to keep that in mind helps us just stay focused yeah. on what's important. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then for me, live with hope. And that has been the message and a theme of the last 20 years of my life because there were so many times where I felt like there was no answer that I was alone and what would tomorrow bring? But I remember when I was 16 years old, um, I was at a school fundraiser and we were doing a car wash and my dad came with our big expedition. And so I had just, oh, I don't even think I had gotten my license yet, but I took the car around the parking lot I ended up backing into another person's car in front of like my entire grade. So, you know, my life was just completely (laughs) over and I had to transfer schools, (laughs) but I was devastated. And it was interesting that this experience stayed with me and has really Mm. shaped my hope. Um, But my dad took me home because of course I wasn't gonna get out of the car and face anyone. Right. 
And I was just so embarrassed and just devastated and I thought life wouldn't go on. And he said, Courtney, tomorrow's a new day. The sun always sets and the sun always rises. Yeah. That's a guarantee. And with every sunrise, you have an opportunity to start over, to be fresh, to try again, to yeah. be better. And he's like, I know you think this is the worst thing ever right now, but let's go to bed and wake up with the sunrise tomorrow and just see, yeah. you know, have a little hope that it's not gonna be as bad as you yeah. think it might be. And of course I probably rolled my eyes and huffed and puffed and whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I went to school the next day and no one said anything about the car accident. You know, no yeah. one said anything. And for my, you know, teenage mind back then, it was like, oh, well maybe dad was right. Hmm. There's like a little hope with that idea yeah. that every day is a new day to try again. And we are gonna make mistakes over and over again. And it's gonna be hard over and over again. But you know what? Some days are maybe feel a little easier or some days are a little bit brighter. And with that, there's hope yeah. that, you know, things will turn out and work out the way that they should, not the way that we want to necessarily, yeah. but the way that they should, which will be, in my mind, the, the best way for us, you know? And I, if I, had I given up hope 20 years ago or anywhere down the last 20 years, I wouldn't have had this last year, this just completely life-changing experience and diagnosis, there's hope. It took me 20 yeah. years to find that, wow. you know, and to yeah. find out what I needed to, to just make me feel like myself and to feel like my best self. And so live life with hope. And today may feel really hard and dark, but it doesn't mean tomorrow has to, right? right? We can wake up with intention, with new hope and new purpose and be ready to connect. Wow, beautiful. I love those principles. Thanks for sharing those. Those are powerful. What do you love most about your life? Um, oh gosh, so many things just rushed in my head. I love my family. I love that my life is filled with Jesus. The more I look for him and the hand of God in my life, the more I see it. And I love that so much. And I love that there's hope. I do. You're making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's early no. to do that. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, I, I can't thank you enough for spending some time with me today and to share your story with us and everyone that's following this. And, and this is gonna be on this uh, mental fitness app that's gonna help a lot of people. So thank you mm -hmm. for your vulnerability, for your inspiration, and for the way, like I said, the way you carry yourself, that's what drew, drew me to you in the first place. Thank you. Is just the way you carry yourself. It's very powerful. So thank you so much for being Thanks, here Todd. today. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, there you guys go, Courtney Rich. Um, if you'd like to follow her, uh, she has a website, uh, cakebycourtney.com. And then on Instagram, she's at cakebycourtney. Uh, please follow her. Even if you don't like baking <laughs> cakes, man, she will make your day. I'm, I'm telling you. Um, she was uh, been on my show before. It was episode uh, 206, 206. So if you want to listen to her full extended story, please um, uh, reach out and listen to that, and you'll be able to to hear more about her. Please follow her. Ask her any questions. She's making me cry here, but uh, <laughs> no, no tissues. Yeah, <laughs> what no were tissues. we doing? We forgot about that. But uh, thanks for being here, everyone, and thanks for supporting this. And again, Courtney, thank you for taking some time and uh, sharing and spending some time with us. It's my today. pleasure. Thank you.